It's the Face of Chicago Business Podcast, introducing you to the stories behind the faces, focused on fixing today's problems with thoughtful leadership and purposeful living. Sit down with us as we get to know the individuals who make our city second to none. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce, and this is the Face of Chicago Business Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Francine Poole. Francine, thank you so much for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. You are quite the incredible woman with an incredible story. Well, thank you. I, I, I'm hoping that I can uh, share my story today and, and influence others. Yeah, I think you will. And I think you already have in many ways. But um, even just from the conversation we, we had that you revealed some crazy things that you've even found out recently. But you know, before we get into that part of it, Southside girl, right? Right. Tell me about growing up uh, on Southside of Chicago. So actually, uh, I grew up in a, a, a suburb right out of Southside of Chicago called Evergreen Park. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, when I was coming up, uh, minorities weren't really allowed in that area that I grew up in. Wow. And uh, I think that that was the focal point of how I've been able to be successful today because um, I used my childhood experience, experiences to uh, help me uh, grow as, a, as, a, as an entrepreneur and a business person. For sure. I mean, just, just from a little that we, we've spoken, you've overcome a lot in yeah. your life, right? Yeah. What was that like growing up where you were different and... Yeah. and it wasn't just that you were different in a good way, right? Right. So, uh, yeah. So let, let me just tell you a little bit about, you know, my my story. So um, I was uh, adopted, actually illegally adopted. Um, so there is no paperwork wow. on my adoption. Um, the, my parents were, my mother was Swedish. My dad was Lithuanian. Um, my mother uh, suffered from multiple sclerosis and uh, could not adopt a child. So um, they basically got me on a, kind of like a black market type of deal. And uh, I, uh, I, um, take your time. Yeah. So uh, they got me in a black market type of deal. And uh, that actually, I just kind of put my life, I just found the pieces recently of, of how that whole thing went down. Um, my life as a, as, a, as a child was very difficult. Um, I went to, like I told you, I, I lived in a, a, a south suburban neighborhood of Chicago, which is only like 20, 20 30 minutes away. Yeah. Um, and uh, tough, huh? Yeah, that's right. Um, my my childhood. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, Take your time. Yeah. No, seriously. I mean, it's a lot to process. Even yeah, as, you know, like, just, you not, told me. Yeah, yeah. So what happened was, um, as a child, uh, I used to go to school. Um, I was four years old, was going to preschool. My mother was in a wheelchair. Like I told you, she, she, uh, she suffered from multiple sclerosis. And I used to walk to school by myself as a, as a, as a child to and from school. Um, I remember being four and five years old and getting shot at Jeez. for being a black kid in a, in a neighborhood that it was pretty much um, uh, Irish Catholic. And um, uh, that impacted my life. I, I remember hiding underneath a van um, 
crying because I was terrified of being shot at. That was that was a four years old. Um, I used to be harassed going to and from school on a regular basis, uh, walking down the 95th Street um, where I where I lived at. I would have bottles thrown at me. Um, I've been spit at. I've had uh, a lot of bad things happen um, during my younger years. As I end up getting older, I went through the uh, the school system out there in Evergreen Park and um, Central Junior High School, um, the high school that I, the junior high school that I went to. I used to fight boys. I had to fight boys for my education because they used to harass me in school. I was the only black kid in the school. Um, and, you know, people say, oh, you know, you're light skin. I can't believe it. You would have that problem. You should be accepted. I absolutely wasn't accepted. Right. Um, then that carried on to high school. Um, it got a little bit better in high school, but there's still some racism there. And then um, I ended up graduating from high school and um, went on to uh, University of Illinois at Chicago, uh, went into accounting major, ended up dropping out because I really didn't want to do accounting. Uh, my dad was an accountant, and uh, he kind of pushed me in that direction, but um, I really didn't want to do that, so I ended up um, going to beauty school. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I ended up uh, graduating from beauty school, opened up my own salon and spa, and that's where the entrepreneurship started. Um, one thing I didn't mention was, uh, you know, when coming up, my mother died when I was 11 from the multiple sclerosis. Wow. Um, my dad was very, very abusive. Um, and it was very tough, you know, first of all, not being able to identify with anyone. You know, I'm not black enough or I'm not white enough. And, you know, being a multiracial uh, kid back then was very, very difficult. Um, but I can tell you that now... Um, I see a whole different world. I see a world of multiracial people, mm -hmm. and I see people happy, and I see people accepting people more than it was when I was coming up. But I can tell you that uh, my struggles as uh, a multiracial kid, ch child, um, dealing with racism at four years old, not even understanding what racism was and just being shot at, yeah. um, dealing with it with, with my peers, dealing with it in high school. I've even dealt with it a little bit in business, um, but I was actually ready for it in business because I had already been through it since I was four years old. For sure. And so I want to say now I feel that I'm in a good place um, and I'm excited about trying to help other people overcome their obstacles if they, if they have them. Um, a lot of people that I've dealt with... Um, or no in business, they would have never expected a story like this from me yeah. because of my because of the the person that I am in business. I look like I ha may have it all together, yeah. but I don't. I have like, everybody has a personal side, and that's my personal side. That's incredible. First of all, I mean, thank you for sharing that. I know it's not easy, you know, to think about and and, and to get out there. But you have an incredible story. It really, really is, you know, from the things that you've overcome. But you know, I'm curious as you're as you were you know, sharing that. You're so positive about the way things look now, right? And, and, and the stark contrast from what you saw growing up. But yet, so many of us focus on the bad, right? And, and we were just talking about that, how it's, it's really made leaps and bounds. Like, we, as a society, we, we've come a long way. How, how do you see things now, just from that perspective that, that you touched on of things have gotten a lot better, right? Mm -hmm. But there's still a long way to go. Oh, sure. you're, you're still very, very, you know, 
optimistic about it, it seems, though. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm going to tell you, what makes me optimistic is the younger people, the younger generations now. Um, They're not going for, you know, I'm a slave. I come from slavery. Nobody's going to, they don't want to identify with that because they're African-American. You know, um, the society wants you to believe that all African-Americans, anybody black just came from slavery because of the movies and stuff that we see, because of the, the, you know, the media and all that. That's not the case. Not everybody was a slave. My family, I'm not from slavery. You know what I mean? But um, so I look at the generations now and they're educated and they're researching. Um, I don't know if they're opening their third eye, (laughs) but they're um, they're they show they give me the optimism that I need. I felt the way that I see the new generations today when I was younger, Mm -hmm. but I didn't have any people to fight with me for the mission. Mm. I see that now. I see people are not going for that. And I'm not just going to make this about minorities. I see every culture, a lot of people are fed up with it. Um, Are we where we need to be? No. Do we have still a long way to go to get there? Yes. But at least I'm optimistic about the young people. You know, they are, they, they're not going for it, you know? <laughs> Definitely not. And your son is <laughs> very impressive. You're a man who I'm sure we'll talk more a little bit about him, but kind of the same thing, right? You just, I think you're almost like you're speaking about him a little bit yeah. as I'm hearing it. Yeah. Do you, so I, I mean, do you want to tell him a, 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 little, little, bit little, a little bit about him? Okay. So I have two boys. Yeah. Um, one of them um, is, uh, he's act- actually an actor. Um, he does some um Short commercials, and uh, he's actually uh, graduated as an electrician. Mm. Um, he's my older son, and I'm quite proud of him. Um, he actually overcame obstacles as well um, when he was born. Um, they told me that he had developmental problems, and he was a bit autistic, and that he was never going to be able to do the things that he did. Top of his class, wow. graduated from high school, just just dry. They, just they didn't know. know the kind of mom. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I'm really I'm really proud of him. And then my younger son, um, which is Hot Boy Finn, yeah. he's a uh, rap artist and he got his name from Corey Monteith from Glee. Um, uh, he is quite the entrepreneur. He's a he's right now. He's actually going to be filming a video in, um, in L.A., his first music video. And um he is the, the both of them are the young people that I look that I'm optimistic about. Yeah. My my both of my sons don't see color. Both of my sons love everybody. Um, and I've even shared my story with them. And their fight is not to accept that. Their fight is to unify. They want to reach everybody. Um, and I'm really excited about um, both of their journeys. My younger son uh, is quite the entrepreneur. He is, he's, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure you're going to see him soon mm-hmm. um, because he's absolutely climbing up that, that ladder quickly. That's amazing. Yeah. Good for you. Thank well, you. Um, how, like, given that you have this deep connection to <clears throat> everything that, that's going on in society, right? That, that you're right there in the middle of this and having the experiences you had, how, how has that shaped you, not only as an entrepreneur, but as a mom, right? Those two, those two worlds that obviously collided and that they're part of your, your, your adulthood, right? Yeah. How, how did that shape you to be the, the mom that you were and the entrepreneur that you, that you were? Yeah. So I, I just took a look at um, all of the things that I've been through as a kid. You know, I thought about the many nights that I used to cry in my room and just, 
you know, prayed about something different. Um, I think about, um, I thought about um, not having that connection with my father, not knowing who my parents were. And I think that's what kind of drew me closer to be a better mom because I I didn't want to I didn't want my kids to ever feel the way that I felt neglected, you know, that I didn't fit in, you know, um, and I felt I, I felt that way most of my life. You know, it, it was it was really rough. And I and I look at them and I, I just spend the time talking to them, you know, regardless of what it is, regardless of how uncomfortable it is. I make sure that we talk. Um, I we used to do family night every Thursday night where we would sit at the dinner table mm-hmm. and kind of just touch base because I thought it was really, really important that That's we, cool. yeah, once a week touch base. Well, nowadays, you know, my, my older son's gone. He's kind of got his own life going mm-hmm. on. My younger one is busy with his rap career yeah, right. and I'm busy too. Um, so it's not, we, we do try to get together at least once a month, but I just think it's important um, that, you know, you spend time you spend time you get to know you get to know your children for sure and that's exactly what i've been doing and um i've been doing it all my life with with them and um you know i think that's what that's that helps support whatever dream that they have and it also gives them the confidence um that's one of the most important things is that you have to have confidence in whatever it is that you're doing and having a bad childhood or having um, abuse or having traumatic traumatic experiences can tear you down and not give you the confidence that you need. So I think um, that's important. Yeah, It's very important. They're lucky to have you. Um, But you know, also I'm seeing this pattern of that part of your story and part of going through what you went through is to help others. I don't want to say necessarily avoid it. Right. But you're going to face challenges no matter what in life. Right. So, so it's preparing for those. But, but the, the idea of helping and kind of coaching people or, you know, whether it was raising two boys or what now it's kind of stepping into this new coaching role that you're, you're establishing, you know, you just have this heart to help, right, right it seems. Where, 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 did that, where did you, I guess, identify that as something that was just part of who you are? Yeah, well, you know, like through my journey, um, I've met women. And I've met women of all walks of life that have struggled, that have been single mom, that have been abused, you know, um, or just, you know, for whatever reason, had some confident issues, confidence issues. And um, I, I, I feel like I can touch those people and help them. Um, I, you know, I'm an owner now of two, three, four businesses. And who would have thought you know, with all my history that I would have four businesses. Um, what did I do? I, I just, I turned all of my pain and all of my um, anger and all of everything, and I threw it into myself and invested in myself and invested in my businesses. And I, and I can actually help people, women, to do that. I can, ha- I can show them how to take, you know, take a bad situation and, and, and grow from it rather than stay there. You know, people, a lot of people turn to other things to get their, um, to get, you know, to make them feel better, whether it be alcohol, drugs, whatever, you know. Um, I think that people should dump their self, you know, dump their, invest in themselves, dump that hurt and pain into their self. Absolutely. Do you find it challenging to identify with people initially? Because, I mean, I met you and I'm thinking, you got it all together mm-hmm. and, you know. You just see what you see, right? Yeah. You don't. No one yeah. sees the 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 roots. Uh, you see the, the beautiful flower, right? And yeah. so, you know, I, do you have those challenges where 
people don't identify because they see you yeah. as coming from a place of more perfection. Than oh, yes. Yeah. You know, um, I, I get people that um, I don't really, you know, I think that I would I would make better friends <laughs> if people knew more about me. But who's going to walk around and just advertise right, right. their personal life? Yeah, no, Nobody. No. Um, when people first see you, they look at what you look like. They look at the way you dress, you, the, your your disposition, your demeanor, mm-hmm. what you drive, and they make an assumption. Completely. You know. Um, but I'm just, you know, I'm just a normal person that's had problems, just like everybody else. Absolutely. And um, yeah, I, I do find it hard to uh, to um, connect and, uh, and identify with other people. But I'm hoping that, um, you know, with my social media platform and um, what I'm doing now, that I can connect and tell people my story so they can have that wow moment and maybe connect that way. Well, since you brought it up, tell me about this platform. (laughs) (laughs) So I started a new platform, and it's called Fancy Francie. Love the name, by the way. Thank you. Um, And obviously, it's Francie is from Francine. Um, But you still go by Francine. I still go by Francine. (laughs) um, Just that my social media platform is Fancy Francie. And and the reason why I, I, I chose that is because... I, I'm a, I am a fancy person. <laughs> like, I really like fancy things. Mm-hmm. I like nice things. I like nice food. I like nice hotel accommodations. I like nice cars. I like, you know, and so um, I figured that, you know, sharing my story of how I, you know, grew up and all my struggles and showing how um, a person can, you know, grow from that and actually get the things that they want in life um, was what made me cha- choose the name Fancy mm-hmm. Francie. And um, my goal with my platform is to motivate um, specifically women. Of course, I would never turn down any men, but um, specifically women um, to help them overcome their obstacles and create several streams of income. So, you know, if if a millionaire is what somebody wants to become, um, just because they've had challenges, just because they've had abuse, just because they've been knocked down, just because they've had any any obstacles does not mean that they can't turn it around. And the goal is to motivate um, and educate. Yeah, That's the goal. So, you know, I'm sure people listening or watching are thinking, and women, right, or men, but that um, I want that. You know, I, 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 man, I want that. But sometimes making that choice just seems like maybe in another lifetime, not this one, right? Yeah. How, what would you tell people who are in that space who, you know, yeah, they want that and that sounds great, but that's not for me. That's not going to happen for sure. me. Sure. Yeah. So, hey, I was one of those people, yeah. right? I was one of those people that thought that it would never happen. Um, and I had to self do some self-help. And what do I mean by self-help? I mean, you have to start somewhere and you have to clean the mind. So I always, I always tell other people that ask me for my, my advice on business, um, you have to first get yourself, your mindset ready. So I tell everybody, before you even begin your journey, let's work on the mind. Because if the mind isn't there, you can forget about everything yeah, else. Yeah. So you have to be at a, a, a place of peace, um, a place of motivation. And so... Um, you know, that, and that's what I'm going to be talking about on my platform is first getting the mind together and then rolling into um, entrepreneurship and rolling into business. But, the, but it starts at the bottom. You're going to get a lot of people. I'm sure people have seen a, a lot of other um, 
um, uh, business owners or other um, motivational people that are trying to sell a product. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not, the, the problem is that you can sell anybody a product, but if their mind is not there and they're not ready for it, all it's gonna do is sit on the shelf. And so my goal is to help people get their mind together first, Absolutely. and then we'll roll into um, the entrepreneurship and business ownership. I love that. I love it. That's so true. I mean, mindset is everything. You hear it all the time. And, you know, we're just in a place now in, in culture and society that there's so much information, but it all points to the same thing. If your mind's not right about something, then you're not going to, it's for nothing, right. right? It's for nothing. So what do you tell people that, you know, are just having a hard time getting out of that space to even make that choice right that sometimes it's just not that easy or you know and i've been there where whether it's depression whether it's anxiety whatever that is that you know it just you, you need a little bit of of a push right yeah what, what do you tell those people yeah so i find that self-help is important okay so um whether it be counseling whether it be a lot of people don't have money for counseling and um these days uh Truth be told, if you are somebody that is on Medicaid, Mm -hmm. let's just say, Mm -hmm. um, it's very difficult to get, use your Medicaid card to get counseling. There's nowhere to go. They don't even open that up to people. Okay, so if you're you're in a different bracket um, where you are considered middle class and you work every day, um, maybe your insurance company will cover that. Um, Or you wait to pay out of pocket. A lot of people don't have the money these days to pay out of pocket for counseling because they have other bills and things you know, to handle. So what I recommend is there's books, there's self-help books. I'll probably be talking about those um, in my, my, on my social media platform. Um, self-help books, motivational music. Um, oh, I like that too, yeah. yeah. Motivational music. Um, and also, you can have clarity and clear the fog by burning some certain type of aromatherapy um, smells in your in your house, um, and, there, and I, I'm going to get into all of that eventually. But those are the those are inexpensive ways to get your your mind together. Um, I one of the things that I had to do immediately before I even um, started my journey was to clean all of the negative energy out of my out of my space where I was yeah. going to be working and what I did was I ended up buying a whole bunch of um, sage yeah and I burned the sage throughout the whole entire house a little smudging uh, yep. yeah and through the whole house and you know because before I even begin my journey let me get rid of Amen. all of the negative energy that's been in the house so that was my first that was my first platform, and then I built from there. Then I start with you know self help books, constant reading, um, and always. And another thing too, I love rap music of all. I love all music of all kind, um, but sometimes some music has a tendency of being um, negative. Negative, <laughs> just uh, explicit. <laughs> yeah. You know, and don't get me wrong. I have my days where I want to listen to you know some good rap, but. The thing is, is that when you're on this this, this cleansing journey, the rap is not going to fit. Right. You're going to have to find motivational music, sounds, waves, raindrops, something to constantly cleanse your mind and get you uh, get you healed. Um, music is important, so you have to choose the right music. It seems like you're saying being intentional. 
yeah. understand what it is that you're putting, you know, in your mind as much as like you would eat something that's Same. bad for you. you oh, we haven't even talked about nutrition. Right, that's yeah, another yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 eating habits have to change. You can be angry from what you eat, you know, and so it's a it's a complete haul over of what you have to do to get yourself ready. Absolutely. No, absolutely. And so, you know, as far as the platform, like where are you at where people, if they wanted to participate in this, how would they go about um, doing that? Um, in terms of um, following me? No, or just, you know, like being coached by you, I guess, at this point. Is it ready to go? Is this something that you're already doing? Yeah. So I'm actually putting it all together. Um, I plan on advertising in a little bit um, in, shortly. Sure. Um, but yeah, I'm putting all of my, because uh, I've been getting a lot of good feedback and I, a lot of people want to participate yeah. in workshops. Um, so some people would like to take an online online course. Some people would just like to, you know, even watch some videos. So I'm working on doing all that. Um, I plan to also be interviewing people mm-hmm. in the future um, and sharing those interviews with successful women, um, with other people. And so they can see that, you know, it's not as unreachable as you think. Um, mostly everything that we see is an illusion and it's not for real. Um, so, so yeah, so people think everything is so far away, but it's actually just by reaching your hand out and touching it. It's not that far. We just don't understand truly how powerful we are as people. Right. And we believe the lies we've been told, right? (laughs) (laughs) And you have such a wealth of information. Sometimes people get into coaching because they, you know, they they like the idea of it or, you know, the relationship part of it or they want to help people, right? But they're still learning themselves. And I just feel like you have this wisdom that you just, one, can't learn without the experiences that you've had, but also the that you've put yourself out there as an entrepreneur. You know, you got property management skills that, that just, it all adds up to this incredible woman that you are, right? Oh, thank you. No, it really, really is. And, and I'm excited to see what that, uh, that looks like, you know. So um, as far as what you hope to, to really see in the future for yourself, what does that look like? You know, what's the, the long-term plan? Yeah, so um, I've been doing real estate for a real long time, and um, you know, it, money isn't everything. You know, people um, think that you know just because you make a lot of money that you're extremely happy, and that's not the case. <laughs> um, real estate can burn you out. Yeah, I still love it. I still have. A, I still. I'm planning on continuing it, but my passion is to motivate and educate and and help others grow and um, create more wealth, create, you know, spread some, distribute, distribute some wealth among the 99% <laughs> rather than <laughs> yeah, the right. 1%. Yeah. And uh, create more entrepreneurs, create more millionaires, that's the goal. And so, um, yeah, so that's what I'm planning on doing. How do you think that aligns with, you know, Kelly talked about the age of Aquarius and moving into this new, I like to think of it as Christ consciousness, right? People are waking up uh, a little more. How do you think, it all lines up and you know not only obviously that's what you hope for your future yeah what does it look like for all of us you think yeah so yeah so i'm quite spiritual and you mentioned age of aquarius and um i believe that we are in the age of aquarius and people are waking up and you can just see it i mean just think about when you watch the news although the news is 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 you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's the news right right the news is the news um but you can see that you can see the younger generations, they're not going for this, this, this craziness anymore. Um, a lot of people are w- waking up. If you even watch some YouTube videos on, um, 
on the direction of, of the world today, and you look at how many views it has, millions and millions of views, because people are waking up, people know mm -hmm. that what we've been told, we've been, we've been in like this, I don't know what you want to call it. I mean, do you call it, are we sheep? Maybe sheep is the word. It's just lied to. Lied well, to. Sheep, I think, would just programmed. Us. Yeah, programmed. Program sheep. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I, people are tired of it, and they realize that, you know what? This is not the life that God gave us, the creator of the universe gave us, whatever you believe, you know? And um, we weren't here to suffer. We were here to help people. We were here to do good things. We were here to be happy. And I think people realize that and they understand that they've been lied to. And so I think that we are in an age of awakening. And my goal is through my coaching is to awaken people, mm -hmm. to continue that awakening and to keep passing the message and um, helping folks. Well, I'm encouraged by you and Thanks. I'm excited to, to get to know you more. And Yeah, I'm looking yeah, forward to uh, that. Absolutely. And, the, and, you know, the stories that, that you're going to be sharing of others, I'm excited for that, too, as you host the podcast. And I'm looking I'm really looking forward to that part of it. But if you're listening or watching and you hear what, what Francine is saying and it just connects with you, I'd encourage you to reach out to her. You can do so by clicking on the form below and, and contacting her directly. But Francine. Um, thank you thank for being you. here and sharing your story. Thank you so much. And I, I, I'm looking forward to working with you. Likewise. Thanks.